0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, it's a bring-your-own-cup party to the Gay 90s interview. So let's all have a cheers. Hey! Let's have a drink. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go around in a circle and I'm going to ask each person to introduce themselves. Uh, My name is Parker.
1: I play guitar and I sing. My name is Malcolm and I play the drums. Malcolm, you're very loud. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Bruce and I play keyboards. I'm Daniel and I play bass guitar.
0: I'm in the gay 90s practice space. I would love it if you could pick one thing in this environment and show it off like it was a beautiful accent on a wall in your apartment or
2: home.
3: We have just
2: a thing. This is Prince's tambourine. (laughs) And it's got his weird symbol on it. It's purple and gold. And it was a gift uh, from Prince to my wife, Nicole. And it is the worst sounding tambourine ever made, but it's also the sexiest. And sometimes that's a great package.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: awesome so let's play a song I'm gonna start with your track Letterman I would love it if one of you could introduce this track for the listeners
3: hi my name is Bruce and if you feel like touching yourself have a listen to this song it's called Letterman
0: Show this is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Letterman by a band called The Gay Nineties. I'm in their practice space, and I would love it if one of you could talk a bit more about this track. Well, what 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 would you like to know? Could could you give me give me like a, a question about it? <laughs> All right, I've heard that the song Letterman is not, in fact, about David Letterman. You heard wrong. It is.
4: <laughs> no, nah, it's it's actually about it's about a long distance relationship and. We uh we kind of named it Letterman by accident, and it's interesting. We've recently been working on some new songs, and we've been naming them and experimenting with names. And it, it sometimes they stick. Our our last song that we're working on is currently titled Barfy Martha, <laughs> which I really hope doesn't stick. But at this point, it looks like it's pretty much there to stay. It's a done deal. We decided to name it Letterman because we were hoping it might get us on the show.
1: Uh, but. We're hoping that Barfy Martha, lyrically, is this on is this. This Colbert.
0: <laughs> Gay 90s, you have recently released your second EP. It's called Liberal Guilt. Your first EP was released way back in 2011. So I would love it if you could tell me what took so long for you to get back together and make some new music.
2: When we recorded our first EP coming together, we were a three-piece band. And we reached our potential as a three-piece, and um, Parker? Yeah,
4: we, we, were, we were always working over those three years. So it, it kind of, it, it's not like we took two years off. We've, we've been working for two years, and we, we have well over um, two albums worth of material recorded and in the can, but those were the songs that we felt were, were truly in the direction that we were headed.
1: Those ones sure are in the can. They're a bunch of stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Gay
0: 90s started as three friends, Daniel, Malcolm, and Parker. You decided to bring Bruce, a fourth guy, in. So maybe talk about finding a fourth guy. What instrument you needed? Because you didn't necessarily need to bring in keys, or did you?
4: When, when my dad first saw a photograph of us hanging out with Bruce, he said, did you get Stone Cold Steve Austin to join your band? He was very on point because we were actually thinking of bringing in a wrestler to get the right tones that we needed.
3: <laughs> I tried to keep a straight face,
4: but uh, for me, it was always keyboards. With Bruce, I didn't realize quite how important textures can be and how much they can impact songwriting, and it's, it's, been, it's been
0: a wonderful ride. So Bruce, since I have you here, what's it like joining a band with three guys? who are obviously long and established friends.
3: Uh, well, it was a bit of a pressure cooker scenario. These guys are very, very tight and old friends and kind of have a language of their own. So to to jump into that was difficult to say the least. The second rehearsal I had with these guys, we found out that we're gonna be in the peak performance project. And that was, that was also another crazy deadline to, to, I don't know. So give me an example of what it's like to walk into a room with these three guys
0: who've made a lot of jokes that I've probably had to edit out of this interview. <laughs> uh
3: well, it was crazy. First of all, you get over the smell. There was a funky <laughs> funky odor. <laughs> and uh and then once you can see through the fog, it um it it begins to make sense. It's all love in this room and in, and a lot of support, especially musically. But uh Are you one of
2: us now. Uh, yeah, Blood you know. Brothers. Oh, we Ooh, Brothers.
3: Yeah, we uh I think
4: Daniel probably would tell this story the best, but we are officially Blood Brothers. And uh,
2: Daniel, please. I can't resist. I have to ask. Um, We were playing a show in Victoria a few months ago with a band from Vancouver that we like quite a bit called Smash Boom Pow. 4 a.m., and we had had a long, fun night. We were in the headspace that we decided it was a good time to become Blood Brothers. So Bruce cracked open his buck knife that he carries on him at all times and we proceeded with the idea that we were going to all slice our hands open and then do a four way kiss kiss, (laughs) and then all hold hands at the same time and bleed together on the floor Um, and we got ready to do that but then Parker said no we have to wait until we find the exact right Paul McCartney song to put on so you put on Uncle Albert by Wings, and it was like, what was it? Uh, Why was that the perfect song? No, it, it, it couldn't have been anything else in the moment, it, you know. And so we put on, a, look at my boyfriend, check out my bike, uh, and we cut our hands open and we uh, we got together and bled on the floor, and uh, you know, it's uh, we can smell our own, man. it's a good thing. We. We also, we were having a hard time at
4: first, truly, like, cutting the skin open just because it's, it's it's a very rare time that you force yourself to cut your hand open. Ulysses' girlfriend was, she was also a very beautiful, like, European,
0: Siberian? or Siberian, yeah, like, Serbian. Serbian.
4: Serbian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Third time's the charm. That's You'll right. get there eventually, but for people who don't know, Ulysses is... Oh, he's the singer of Smash Boom Pow. Ulysses
4: is, <laughs> but she just started egging us on and ridiculing us, yeah. just yelling at us to
5: cut, cut yourself, just do it. And we're like, okay, we'll do it for you.
2: Malcolm took the knife from me and sliced my hand open for me, quite a bit deeper than everyone, everyone else got. Everyone else. And then, and then, uh, and then, and then she said like. What is wrong with a bunch of pussies? <laughs> and, uh, and so now we're blood brothers and pussies at the same time. I think that it's about time to play another Gay 90s
0: song. So I'm going to play Hold Your Fire. So how would somebody like to say a few words about this
4: one? We just got through a bunch of dance choreography rehearsals and we shot an amazing video of a series of dance sequences of kind of modern interpretive dance. Uh, Which we actually gave you a sneak peek of And you were amazed And you actually said It was the best video
0: you've ever seen From a local band in your life (laughs) I did say that But you've given me an awful lot amount of beer Before I watched the video Hey everyone
1: (laughs) 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 Hey everyone You're listening to the interview show With Scotty Hollywood. This is Malcolm from the KNY.
5: Fifty chunks to show you know a different circle on these streets. Where the locals left drunks drunk so set out to somewhere sweet. You sing it. You sing it.
0: Welcome back to the interview show. Oh, this. That? That? Welcome back to the interview show. Feeling a little hurt that I'm being mocked. Do
2: I really sound like a robot?
5: <laughs>
2: Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a song by a band called The Gay 90s. It's called Hold Your Fire. I would love it if I could get another member of the band to discuss it a little bit. <laughs> get How about weird. the guy checking the huge beer?
2: Holding that thing like
1: a raccoon. I like uh, the driving pulse behind this song. We, uh, we're looking for something a little up-tempo, and we heard a couple influential tracks right like the day they we were writing this, and it kind of seeped into the blood, and this tree blossomed out of that... Pool of blood. Uh, that uh, blood in the soil, I oh, should yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. Gay nineties.
0: You guys get asked in interviews if you're gay a lot. I thought I would start there. Depends
2: on how much ecstasy we stick up our butts.
0: I, I'm not too sure
4: what, where people get off asking such personal questions. You know what I mean? Like that always kind of weirds me out when people are just. Like, I don't really go up to people and ask them what their sexual preferences are because I don't think it really matters what your sexual preferences are. I think everyone's into guys and girls, and I think that that's really all that needs to be said, was just whether or not you're afraid to admit it. For For me, anyways, I wear women's clothing primarily because I'm poor. And because women's, it's easier to find women's clothing that's great and beautiful and flashy and is exactly, you know, what I'm envisioning myself wearing and looking for. Totally then, fabulous. then <laughs> just Yeah, <laughs> as Malcolm just said, totally fabulous, which is true. In the men's section, you can't find it. You, you know, you need to be rich to, to wear men's clothing that's flashy and beautiful and well-made. And and so that's a thing, and I know that I think for the New York Dolls, you know, there's there's you know sexual androgyny and this kind of ambiguous thing, but the fact is they were all pouring on heroin, and the only thing they could afford was flashy women's clothing from the like Valley Village, you know.
1: And I think to get back to your question, and what we've kind of discovered here through talking is that I think. Uh, that in the past their rock and roll has had a great history of androgyny but in contemporary indie culture I don't think that androgyny or diversity in many ways is celebrated in indie rock culture indie spe- rock. in indie rock culture specifically and that I think that I'd love to see more of that I'd like to see, see less confines on indie rock yeah I see a lot of uniforms
4: in indie rock culture I'd like to see less of the uh, the belt Carabiner with the keys <laughs> Which some of my bandmates
0: Are <laughs> currently wearing right now Gay90s, <laughs> <laughs> what I'd love to do now Is I'd love to play an older track From your first EP And we can talk maybe after we hear the song About how you've grown with this new member So, who would like to pick a track off your first
2: EP?
1: Ooh, Ooh. What are they even called? Not, nothing's wrong, I
2: wouldn't mind Ooh You pick, you,
1: pick, you pick.
2: <laughs> Um, I this is Daniel from the Gay 90s and I would like to play a track called Love Sick off our first EP Coming Together. Why did you choose this one, Daniel? This piece was written in uh the theme or the air of a uh, instrumental piece that was uh banned from radio in the 60s for being too erotic an instrumental piece. And off the top of my head, I can't remember what it's called. Can anyone else here remember what it's called?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. But I'll need a moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can we take a moment, please? Can we have please. A moment of silence? It's the <laughs> it's Link Ray.
0: Link Ray Rumble Rumble by Link Ray. I like how you had to play it in your head in order to remember and it. To it. I air drummed as well. This is Daniel from
4: the <laughs> gay
5: nineties. <90s. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a track off Coming Together Chosen by Daniel from Gay 90s. Daniel, what was that track? Love Sick. Thank you, Daniel. I would love it if I could get another member of the Gay 90s to discuss that track.
4: I remember I was writing it um, downstairs. I was homeless at the time and I was staying with Malcolm. Malcolm's always, for some reason, that he's always been very, very gracious about accepting me when I'm homeless into his house <laughs> to hang out and to to live there and sleep on his couch. <laughs>
1: Just come <go>
4: hang out. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people uh, do that. I certainly have never returned the favor. But <laughs> but Malcolm's usually not homeless, so it's fine. I'm in luck. But um, I was I was riding downstairs, and you guys were like kind of partying upstairs, and this was. I had I had taken a year off of drinking at this time and I was writing love sick and I came up with this thing and it was so exciting to just be able to run up the stairs and share it with Malcolm and I think Lex was there maybe Adam Daniel you actually might have been there as well I'm not sure all right but um it was it was an exciting moment and and one thing that's also exciting about it and this is completely off topic but we have been talking about building some sort of a house somewhere where where that situation could happen for a certain amount of time each year. And I think that that would be a very very beautiful beautiful life, beautiful way to live, to be able to create something and just run upstairs and all of your bandmates are there and and it's like, oh, come come down and check this out." And like that was a beautiful situation. It was a, it was a wonderful time for me.
0: I think that is a really sweet notion. I'd love to get you guys to talk about how difficult it is to juggle your day jobs, your social lives, your other bands, and continue to create music in a way that is meaningful
1: to you and to people who might want to listen to it. It's difficult. We're all very busy, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's,
0: <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> he's so busy, he didn't even have time to clear his throat before this interview.
1: That's right. Uh... Yeah, it's tricky finding time, but we all kind of sacrificed basically everything else. Like, I just work, and then I come here, and then I go home, and then I work. Like, Bruce and I start our own businesses so that we have the freedom to uh, to rehearse when we need to and to kind of spend lots of time down here. But it's tough. Like, we're super broke, and it's uh, it's difficult to balance it all.
4: And the interesting thing for us, like, what we're starting to realize as a as a band and as a collective is it'd be, we all have awful credit, except for Daniel. But it's like, we all have bad credit. We're all like, it, none of us are really going to be able to buy houses right now if we're going to stay in Vancouver particularly. But the idea of everyone banding together and and purchasing a thing, you know, as as a company and, and, and as this organization and collective of people is much more realistic for us. Because, I mean, it helps that we all love each other so much that this could actually be a thing, but... You know, then you build a recording studio, and then Bruce has his wood shop out of it. and yeah. Malcolm's printing t-shirts for, for bands out of it. Daniel's got little, little Oscar Foxtrot in his <laughs> jolly jumper at the age of 10. Still
0: figuring it out. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That is a very beautiful dream. <laughs> All right, guys. I think... We should end it there, because how could you guys really top that? I don't know. So, at the end of the show, I like the guests to pick one of their own tracks and talk about it as I bring up that music. So, who would like to choose a track off your
3: current record? It's your second EP, Liberal Guilt. Well, I would maybe suggest Tangled, which is found at the end of the record, and it uh, it's maybe our most recent studio recording. It is our most recent studio recording. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it's, it, it put a lot of fire under our butts for the direction we want to go and really hone in on the next record and be, be looking forward. It's been really inspirational to us. So I hope you enjoy it. It's called Tangled. Guys, thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. It's been a
1: slice. Thanks, pal.
2: Thanks, pal.
5: So